0: cha
1: Is Big C, Little C, a podcast from Current Church in Franklin, Indiana, where we explore how the local church fits in with the global church and how the kingdom is at work on a local level. Current Church meets on Sunday nights at 6 at The Gear in Franklin and exists to encounter God, equip the church, and engage the world. We believe that whatever God is going to accomplish in this world, He is going to do through the Church Big C. These are our stories and the testimony of the power of God in everyday lives. Find out more at CurrentChurch.net or look for us on Facebook and Instagram. Now here's your host, Jeremy.
2: Well, Merry Christmas from Current Church. Say Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Got a room full of jolly folks. We have Jim Palmer, Kathy Palmer, Ernie Fiesel, Carla Fiesel, and Michelle Banta to welcome in the Christmas season here on the Big C, Little C podcast. We heard Michelle with her solo to open up the show. Now, I think Jim's going to lead us in a sing-along. If you're ready, Jim. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Here we
3: go. Ready? Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Dashing through the snow In a one-horse open sleigh O'er the fields we go Laughing all the way Ha, ha, ha Bells on bobtails ring Making spirits bright Oh, what it is to ride a Sing a sleighing song tonight Oh, jingle bells Jingle bells Jingle all the way Oh, what fun it is to ride In a one-horse open sleigh hey. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh Go tell it on the mound. Shepherds camp there watching, or silent flocks by night.
2: It's the Big C, Little C podcast, Christmas episode 2018. We've got the Feasles, the Palmers, and Michelle Banta in here. And that was Jim leading us in the medley. Jim, you've been playing a little bit of uh, Christmas music out and about in the town of Franklin. Is that yes, not correct? Yes, we
4: have. We have. We're fresh off a tour we're on in the Franklin, Indiana area. Uh, we're taking a break for a couple of days, but we're going to get back at it. Uh, I believe uh, tomorrow.
2: Yes, I did notice the tour bus in the driveway. You did that. Yeah. Yeah. A high-paying tour. Uh, yes, That's yes. Good. Michelle Banta is here. Michelle, I was wondering if you might share with us a Christmas memory.
5: Uh, let's see. One of my favorite Christmas memories is just uh, all the choir concerts that I got to be in when I was in high school. I was in the Fort Wayne Children's Choir, which is just a community choir, for eight years. And then I was, of course, in the high school choir. And it, we would do a, uh, it was called Yuletide Festival, and they would do a dinner with the two jazz choirs performing um, during the dinner. And I think the seventh and eighth graders helped serve and bus tables. Um, and then after dinner, all the choirs would join in our Christmas concert, which was free to anyone to join in. Um, my grandparents didn't always come to every Christmas or any every concert, but they did come. I think it was my senior year they came and uh, that was really special. I have a picture of my grandma after the concert she was looking at me and smiling really big and like reaching out her hand to me or holding my hand and I was smiling back and my grandma passed away a few years ago so like that's a picture that I really cherish and those Christmas concerts are really fun you still have the picture I do it's at my parents house but I do still have it that's good
2: thank you for sharing I think at this point we need to hear From Ernie and Carla, duet style, if you will indulge us.
6: City sidewalks, busy sidewalks, dressed in holiday style. In the air there, the feeling of Christmas. Children laughing, people passing, meeting smile after smile. Every street corner you hear Silver bells, silver bells, bells. bells, it's Christmas time in the city, hear the bells go, ring a
2: smell the hot chocolate through the radio Mm, me too and the christmas cookies that we're partaking of (laughs) uh ernie and carla having you here i can uh, not pass up the chance growing up in a household with gene and doug and john there has to be some kind of christmas memory or story you can tell on them or let's get her on mic she's about to talk
7: When Gene was real little, we used to have my mom would come over when they opened the presents. And I can remember, I think Gene was probably three, and Doug would have been just a year old. And Gene got a tricycle for Christmas, and he was riding it all over the house, up and down. We had a long hallway, so it was going up and down the hall and, you know, marking up the hall, but that's okay. And then... Later on in the years, they got a one of those Atari games, where there was that little man that went I don't know what it was, but they would fight over that because only one or two could play at a time. And of course, Gene and Doug always had to share a bedroom, so John was by himself, and so Gene and Doug had to share it. But you know, we always had a fun time at Christmas, and always had a Christmas program at church, and made the kids sing. Sometimes they wanted to, sometimes they didn't. But they usually did sing for us, so. I can remember having um, Christmas pageants, not with my boys, but later after they were grown, when we were pastoring in Logansport. That was the last one I did, I think. And it was about 25 kids, and I would give them a CD or a tape around uh, Halloween and tell them to listen to it every day. And I don't think most of them did, but they would listen to it and kind of get the gist of how everything was supposed to go. And then every Sunday during um, the service, I would take them and they would have to practice the songs and the speaking parts. And and then the Sunday before Christmas, we would always have a nice little pageant for them. And that was always a lot of fun, but it was a lot of work too.
2: You said recently that you used to like kids. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That must have been during that time, maybe. Well, you were still tolerating young.
7: <laughs> yeah, I like kids. There's something about getting a little older that you just don't like being around them a long time like you used to. You know, I used to babysit when my boys were little. I babysit for three other kids, so I had kids at the house all the time. But I don't want that anymore.
2: Tis the season. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Christmas episode here on the Big C, Little C podcast. We have Ernie and Carla Fiesel, Jim and Kathy Palmer, and Michelle Banta, and you. Thanks for being here.
1: Hi, I'm Alicia.
2: And I'm Daniel Ben-Adenai from He Is Revival Ministries. Our heart is to see the church healthy, whole, and moving in the power of God. We've dedicated our lives as traveling ministers to help support and encourage the church. To help build up the church, advance the kingdom, and bring a true message of revival, we'd love for you to partner with us in prayer and financially.
1: Connect with us online at heisrevival.com. Click on Give to make a monthly recurring donation. And keep up with us on facebook.com slash heisrevival.
4: I felt the magical reindeer made the sleigh fly.
6: And where did the reindeer get their magic from? Christmas spirit. Everybody knows that.
4: Well, as silly as it sounds, a lot of people down south don't believe in Santa Claus. What?
6: Wh- who do they think puts all their toys under the tree? Well, there's a rumor floating around that uh, that the parents do it. That's, that's ridiculous.
4: I mean, parents couldn't do that all in one night. What about Santa's cookies? I suppose
1: parents eat them too? <laughs> This is Big C, Little C, a podcast from Current Church.
2: Jim, are you prepared for a
4: solo? A solo, sure, sure. Lovely. This is a song that um, I've had all of my grandchildren, I think, have sung this song. In Christmas services, uh, Christmas programs... Um, It's actually a song that I wrote And it simply goes like this Baby
3: Jesus
4: Baby Jesus Asleep on
3: the hay Baby Jesus Baby Jesus On this fine Christmas day Shepherds greet him Wise men seek him Traveling far and near Baby Jesus Baby Jesus, we are glad you are here. Remember Jesus at Christmas time, He is the reason we sing. Let all the earth lift a mighty voice, a gift of worship we bring. Remember Jesus at Christmas time, He is the reason we sing. Let all the earth lift a mighty voice. A gift of worship We bring
2: Originals from Jim Palmer On the Big C, Little C
4: podcast I proposed to my wife on Christmas Oh Oh, my goodness Yay! Was he hiding it?
2: We're going to have to have that story
4: Many, many, many years ago (laughs) Once upon a time I was attending Bible school in Minneapolis a few years before that time, actually about four years before that. My dad pastored the church in the hometown of Harrodsburg, Indiana, where she was at. And that's where we met. Speed up four years later, I'm in Bible school, North Central Bible College, Minneapolis. I'm working at a a wholesale jeweler uh, where they put together, put the sets on the rings And I had these rings and ring sets going out and other jewelry. And I was in the billing department. So I thought, while I'm here and working, this would be a good time to get the rings that I want for her. And so I purchased the rings. And on Christmas that year, I proposed to her and asked her if she'd be my bride. I got a yes. (laughs) That made my Christmas very special. I would imagine. Kathy, can you vouch for that story? Yes. Okay,
5: good. Definitely. We have a consensus. (laughs) Are you ready? Well, so one of my favorite Christmas songs is Bing Crosby singing the first Noel. And the recording I have of Bing singing the song... Uh, has a little blurb that he says before and I wanted to share it because I think it's really cute. He's talking about how uh, he hopes that everyone that's listening tonight, wherever you are, is getting into the spirit of this Christmas sing, which I thought was appropriate doing these sing-alongs. He says, I don't mean just sitting back in your easy chair listening to us have all the fun. I mean throwing back your heads, opening up your hearts, singing as loud or as pretty as you know how. Gang, singing is a lot more fun than you'll ever know unless... Well, unless you give it a whirl sometime. So come on now and join me in the first Noel. If you don't know the words, well, hum a little, tap your feet, or, gee whiz, do something. <laughs>
6: <laughs> That's good. It's a fantastic
2: being impersonation I Well, have. thank
5: you. Yeah. I've listened to it many times. Yeah, yeah.
2: Is he the one who says, everybody <laughs> now in the family key, the whatever family key. that means? That could be. Yeah. I think we're going to sing in the family key right now.
5: Okay. <laughs>
0: To certain
2: If she so chooses,
8: I will. But if it don't sound right, just cut the whole thing out. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't dare. Hey, no,
7: come on, remember what I
8: said.
2: Thanks, I, I Kathy, for I'm
7: participating.
8: <laughs> well, raising four kids at Christmas time was was pretty fun, and just watching the excitement and. They just couldn't wait you know, to be able to open the gifts. And But one thing that we always made sure we did was teach them the true meaning of Christmas. And so every time before we would open gifts, we would let one of the kids read the Christmas story. So first it started out of course with April because she was our oldest. And then when Kevin got old enough and he was reading, then it went to him and on down the line to Craig and then on down the line to Travis. And we've continued that on. And when we all get together, now as a whole family with everyone, we still do that tradition. And now it's the grandkids that do it. And so I was thinking, and I hadn't mentioned this to my husband, since uh, Lewani is reading pretty good this year, I think it would be great to let her be able now to read the Christmas story. Because on the 23rd of this year, we're so excited. All of our kids are going to be in town, and we're going to be able to all have... Christmas together, all 17 of us. We're going to get a family photo and we're so excited to just keep, you know, the traditions going with all the fun things, but yet the true meaning and the more grandkids you get, you know, it just keeps adding more and more excitement and I think that's probably the main thing is just making sure that we have fun but that they do know the the real meaning of Christmas because if we don't put that in them, we're kind of in trouble, (laughs) you know, we got to make sure that they know that. And, and I think so far everybody has done well with that. Like, like Leilani the other night, actually it was Mila. She's like, yeah, we're going to get presents, but it's really Jesus's birthday. So, you know, even at three, it doesn't matter. You, you need to teach them that. So that was just kind of a, I think that's what was real important to us as a family.
2: And talk about early Christmas gifts with what myla did on uh, Sunday night, uh, asking Jesus into her heart at the gear. That was
8: that was super <laughs> special. There wasn't
2: a dry eye at my table, I know that. Yeah.
8: So. She came running the next day over to our house, and she's like, Grandma, you know I got Jesus in my heart now. He's in my heart. And then she goes, Yes! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just really exciting. Wow, yeah, She's that's three, wonderful. that's
2: awesome. Wonderful. Thank you, Kathy.
3: Sleigh bells ring, are you listening? In the lane, snow is listening. A beautiful sight, we're happy tonight. Walking in a winter wonderland. Going away, is the bluebird here to stay? Bird. He sings a little song as we go along Walking in a winter wonderland In the meadow, we can build a snowman
6: Then pretend that he is Parson Brown He'll say, are you married? We'll say, no man But you can do the job when you're in town Later on, we'll conspire as we dream by the
3: fire, to face unafraid the plans that we've made, walking in a winter wonderland.
2: So, Michelle, Perfect. when you got here tonight, I asked you what it was like to be a mother at Christmas for the first time last year, but you said you were looking forward to this year, maybe a little bit more.
5: Yeah, because Max was just a few months old last year at Christmas. Like, we were at my parents' house, and he was just starting to roll over. My dad followed him as he was rolling all over the living room at my parents' house. And he rolled himself all the way over to their Christmas tree. right underneath the Christmas tree, looking at the camera. So I got this really cute picture that he just like posed himself for. Um, But we didn't buy him any gifts last year Uh because he didn't know the difference. (laughs) This year, I was excited to get him different things. I think... Working with kids and being a speech-language pathologist, I really like toys. <laughs> like, I get excited about different things, and Chris was excited to get Max a uh, Little Tykes basketball hoop. Max loves <laughs> balls. Like, he will pick up a ball and go, ball? And throw it? We were at a Christmas party a couple weeks ago with my mom's family, and the kids were throwing a football. It's a big place when there was plenty they used to have basketball hoops in this place but they took those down recently so the kids were throwing a football and Max kept following the kids and wanting the ball and they were really nice a couple of them gave him the ball and he would do the same thing grab the ball ball and throw it and go Max that's a football and he go (laughs) (laughs) football. and then he started throwing the ball at the wall and Chris goes oh he gets that from me because Chris likes to throw balls at the wall and catch them But anyway, I'm excited for Max to experience Christmas this year just because he's a little bit bigger and can be a part of it more, whereas last year he was just rolling around on the floor, which was fun too, but (laughs) it'll be fun in a different way this year.
2: He's 16 months, 17? Yeah,
5: he'll be a year and a half in January. Okay. Very cool. Yeah.
2: It's the 2018 Big C, Little C podcast Christmas edition. We'll be right back
9: ever since we were little, it's something we would all get excited about. The time of year when the Mercury begins its journey down and temperatures creep towards a magical 32 degrees. For that's when we could see our first snowflake and the outdoors would soon become an endless world of possibilities as it does every year in Michigan. When a simple snowball can turn into a perfect snowman, winding trails turn into endless adventures that take our breath away. Ponds turn into lucky fishing holes or hockey rinks for an annual family game. Toboggans become rocket ships. And ski hills echo with shrills of laughter and delight. There's no end to all that can happen after the temperature hits 32 degrees. Or the joy that can be shared in pure Michigan. Your trip begins at Michigan.org. Look at it.
8: really is beautiful. Clock.
9: Something else, huh, Russ? Yeah, Dad. Isn't it beautiful, Audrey?
8: She'll see it later, honey. Her eyes are frozen.
9: Most enduring traditions of the season are best enjoyed in the warm embrace of kith and kin. The three are the symbol of the spirit of the Grithwald family Christmas.
1: This is Big C Little C, a podcast from Current Church.
2: Christmas Poem Our Christmas wreaths Are fat and round Made of the woodsy things we found We tied brown cones Upon the green And stuck red berries in between Upon the wreath On our front door We tied red ribbon From the store now I think we've got a treat from Ernie. Ernie over there. This is uh, wherever you're most comfortable. This is a treasure of a song, a little-known treat from Ernie
6: Feasel. This song kind of uh, brings back some memories. I've known this uh, song as made by Gene Autry, and uh, if you don't know who Gene Autry, he was a singing cowboy, and that tells you how old I am. But at any rate, um, it kind of goes along with what I feel like God is he want me to share a few minutes about Christmas. And sometimes we get to, when we were young, we would uh, go and see Santa Claus at the mall or the store or whatever, get on his lap, tell him everything we wanted, hopefully that we'd get everything from it. But when Christmas Day came, it wasn't all there. So they couldn't really depend upon Santa Claus. And this song talks about Santa Claus. There's no music with it, but just my voice, so hold in there. If it doesn't snow on Christmas, how's Santa going to use his sleigh? In case of rain, will there be a train that'll speed him on his way? If it doesn't snow on Christmas, how'll Santa get around to us? If he breaks down on his way to town, will they let him use a bus? I've sent him a nice long letter and I hope it's not in vain. I'd really feel much better if I knew he could fly a plane. People say he has eight reindeers for the sleigh he's riding in. But how he'll go if it doesn't snow on Christmas this year. Yay, all right. I like it. You like that, huh? That's good. I think we need to reintroduce that back into the lexicon. (laughs) (laughs) You know, sometimes Christmas... Moran, you can't find all your trust that you put in Santa. But the thing is that over 700 years before Christ, Isaiah prophesied about the Christ who was going to come. He said in Isaiah, the fourth chapter, I mean, the ninth chapter at verse six, for a child is born, a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulders and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor the mighty God, the Prince of Peace. And so I was thinking about that a little bit. When you compare that with what the world was talking about, Santa Claus, I remember my father when we were going to go over to his house for Christmas with our family and we couldn't come right away because we were going to go to church. Christmas fell on a Sunday. And I remember my dad saying, well, Christmas isn't about church. It's about Santa Claus. How disappointing that is, that you would put all your hope in something that is not going to take place. But Christ, our Savior, who has prophesied about that, said He's a wonderful counselor because of His incarnation. He was equal to God. And I was thinking, why would God clothe Himself with humanity? Is it any wonder that the angels sang the shepherds rejoiced. The magi traveled two years. Why would he love me so much? And why would he love you? Think, something to think about. He's the divine counselor. When you, have, you need something, he's always there to give it to you. And Proverbs says that those of you who know him have probably already experienced his guidance in your lives. Scripture says, seek his will in all you do and he will direct your path. Then it says he's a mighty God, and that's issue I could deal with, but I want to go down to the very last thing, and that is the Prince of Peace. I think the greatest benefit of salvation is peace. I think I experienced peace for the first time when I went to an old-fashioned altar, knelt down, gave my heart to Jesus. I didn't really know what peace was. But I realize now, it's my personal life, it's my peace that I have, regardless of anything that I've done wrong, when I ask him to forgive me, he forgives me. See, without Christ in our lives, we are marked with fear all the time. Fear of dying, fear of life after death, how are we going to face the issues of life? The scripture says that he would give peace that surpasses all understanding. I don't understand why people have to go through it. They have to go through, but I know that God is there. The fear of consequences of our sin, but God has promised to keep all who trust Him in perfect peace. I think it's Isaiah twenty-six, verse three. He says, "I will keep though I will keep you in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you." This Christmas season, may we keep our mind focused on Jesus. Not about our difficulties that we're facing or what's down the road. I have a brother-in-law that's not very good shape and I know that it doesn't look good at all, but there's peace that surpasses all understanding. I don't understand it, but it takes place. You can't depend on Santa. The jolly fat man will let you down. But I guarantee you that Jesus will never let you down. Put your trust in him, that wonderful counselor, that mighty God, that everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. God bless you on this holiday season. Silent night, oh
5: and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was conceived.
3: Oh, uh...
2: thank these people for giving up a chunk of their holiday season to come in here and share this with me a couple of you playing hurt i appreciate that i hope that um you enjoyed it as well and i pray that the peace that ernie talked about finds its way into your heart this holiday season and merry christmas from current church
1: You've been listening to Big C, Little C, a podcast ministry of Current Church. For more information, visit currentchurch.net or look for us on Facebook and Instagram. Please join us next time for more conversations on Big C, Little C.